I'm Arjoba from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Georgia Update on the 8th of December, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Five Georgian soldiers were killed in Ukraine on Saturday the 3rd while fighting near the city of Bakhmut, marking the deadliest day for Georgian fighters since Russia invaded Ukraine. According to Ukrainian media sources, the soldiers were killed after their detachment was attacked by a group of Kadarovites, Chechen paramilitary organization that protects leader Ramzan Kadyrov. Responding to the news, President Salome Zurabashvili immediately offered her condolences to the family, friends, and relatives of all Georgian fighters who have died in Ukraine. However, beyond the president, nothing was said by other government officials for an entire two days after the announcement of the death. Shota Arvaladze, former football player, currently a coach and much-loved Georgian influencer, who's also a close friend of Kahi Kaladze, mayor of Tbilisi, made a Facebook post on Sunday the 4th. He said it was strange to watch Georgians die and for people just to be mute, not even call this fact a tragedy or talk about it at all. He also wrote, glory to the heroes. Shortly after that, thousands of Georgians, including opposition leaders, started sharing Arvaladze's post. On Monday the 5th, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili sent his condolences to the families of the volunteers that had died in Ukraine calling the reported events a tragedy for us. Karabashvili also underlined the fact that the largest opposition group in the country, the United National Movement, or Natsebi, was trying to use this very sensitive matter for its own narrow political interests. PM also alleged that the Natsebi were, you guessed it, attempting to, quote, spark tension and provocations, end quote, in Georgia since the beginning of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Speaking of Russia, on Friday the 2nd, an official Santa Claus flight from Finland to Japan bypassed Russia due to restrictions on the country's airspace. Instead, Finnair used Georgian airspace to bring festive cheer to the run-up to the Christmas season. Moving on, on Tuesday the 6th, the National Tourism Administration published statistical data for the month of November. According to the agency, in November 2022, around 500,000 international travelers visited Georgia, which is about 161% more than in November 2021. Number of international travelers and international tourist visits was calculated according to the methodology recommended by the World Tourism Organization and included the already made and completed visits. Therefore, Russian citizens who arrived as soon as the war started and are currently staying in Georgia were not added as a part of that statistical number. On that note about tourists, the prosecutor general's office said on Monday the 5th that Tbilisi City Court found 14 individuals guilty of defrauding tourists in Kalakuri and Royal nightclubs in Tbilisi. Prosecutor general's office said the offenders had extorted around 10,000 lati, about $4,000 from foreign nationals, including six citizens of Yemen, Egypt, India, Sudan, and Belarus, at the venues in collaboration with the owner. The administration of the two clubs had used artificially inflated prices for menus after attracting the foreigners to the clubs, with women inviting them to go on dates at the venues. The targeted individuals were then forced to pay for inflated menu prices and were pressured by the staff after refusing to pay. The owner of the two clubs has been sentenced to eight years and six months in prison and two managers from their staff to eight years each. In other news, Misha Saakashvili's health is one of the most discussed topics in Georgia, so let's follow up on that. A group of experts set up by the public defenders published the results of the monitoring of Saakashvili's medical condition on Tuesday the 5th. 
Misha underwent all laboratory and instrumental research and treatments available within Georgia in several multi-specialty clinics. Despite this, the patient's condition is rapidly deteriorating. Many experts believe that timely and fundamental measures should be taken to prevent irreversible health deterioration. There have also been, as yet, unconfirmed rumors via Misha's allies of heavy metal poisoning. The ombudsman, Nino Lomjadia, said that, due to the official conclusion, she would address the court with an opinion of a friend, amicus curiae, before her term expires on the 8th of December 2022 to support the postponement of his sentence. Rati Bregadze, the Minister of Justice, said at the press briefing on Tuesday the 6th that Saakashvili had been acting in a mode of self-harm since he did not eat nor take medications as prescribed, meaning he had been trying to worsen his health conditions. Link in the show notes for more information. Next up on Monday the 5th, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili said his government had studied the potential of more than 100 currently unused and former resorts across Georgia and would put them up for privatization. Georgian Economy Minister Levan Tavidashvili added that his team and the recently established Resorts Development Agency had visited almost all the municipalities of the country and worked for several months with local authorities to explore development opportunities for resorts with potential. Tavidashvili said that the National State Property Agency will start privatization offers for state-owned properties and, at the same time, master plans will be developed for wider areas so that these resorts are developed according to correct plans instead of chaos. And now, some news about culture. 23rd Tbilisi International Film Festival opened on Sunday the 4th. This year's special attention will be devoted to the presentation of full-length feature and full-length documentary film. Georgian Film Competition program will feature six full-length and ten short feature films, as well as eight full-length and seven short documentaries. Maximum of seven projects will be pre-selected in different categories, and as pitching presentations, they'll be shown on Thursday the 8th and Friday the 9th and will be evaluated by an international jury. Winning project will be announced on Saturday the 10th at the closing ceremony. In addition to the competition, the festival will also present the best works of European and world cinema. Representation of the European Union in Georgia will award the best film on the theme of human rights, selected by the jury with Human Rights in Film Prize. The award has been established in connection with the annually celebrated International Human Rights Day. Full program of the festival is in the show notes. Some updates on New Year's celebrations. The annual USAID Holiday Fair was held on Sunday the 4th. It showcased 120 women entrepreneurs from many regions of Georgia. The participants were from USAID's programs carried out in Georgia. These programs provided hundreds of women entrepreneurs across the country with financing, training, and opportunities to network with companies who might buy their products in bulk or invest in their businesses. U.S. Ambassador Kelly Degnan attended the holiday fair together with many supporters of women entrepreneurs. And to close this edition, the main Christmas tree in Tbilisi will be lit on Friday the 9th, which might mean fun, but also traffic, a bunch of traffic. So if you happen to live near Rusabelli Avenue, Freedom Square, leave your car or stay indoors, particularly good idea on such a cloudy day. That's it for this week. Every once in a while, we put in event recommendations for the month ahead. Are these useful or should we skip them? If you like them, what kind of stuff do you want to know about? Let us know at Georgia at Rorschach.com. Not fun, this. Not fun, this.